What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about pediatrics, I want to talk about pregnancy, and I want to talk about a cascade of interventions that can be avoided with nearly every single human being on the face of the planet if they understood some very simple principles about how we heal and what our true healthcare system would look like within the United States of America. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast, where I share with you some very new and exciting resources that are going to be dropping soon inside of our office. As you can probably imagine, on at least a weekly basis, I get asked, why would a kid, specifically why would my kid, ever need chiropractic care? They're seemingly fine, but I'm curious as to why, Dr. Daniel, you see newborns and why do you see these kids who seemingly have no issues? And the answer to that is very, very simple. And it comes down to a conversation that I've been having a lot inside of my office lately. And it's that the nervous system controls every single function in your body. Chiropractic care, as many people think of it, is for three things, neck pain, back pain, and headaches. This is absolutely 100% not true. It couldn't be further from the truth. Chiropractic care is actually all about one thing, and that one thing is the brain. And it's making sure that the brain is in healing mode and not in stress mode. And through a series of things that happen in life, stress being the primary thing, causes the brain to not function the way that it should, causes the brain to be in more of a protective stressed out state than it does to be in a healing state. And there are a cascade of things that happen as a result of this. And so a perfect example of this is I'm going to share kind of two stories here. One is that literally just two weeks ago, I had a mama who just had her baby. Baby comes home and having a lot of difficulty nursing, really, really, really sleepy and not having dirty diapers the way that this babe should. And so through a series of just simple adjustments, mom understands that the nervous system controls all. So she wasn't worried. She calls me. She says, Dr. Daniel, can you please come and see my baby? I'm not sure that something's right, but I don't want to go to the pediatrician. And sure enough, as we adjust the babe, like, and we adjust mom, Literally within an hour, mom's milk had come in, babe has had a blowout, and dirty diapers are flowing. Now, this sounds crazy, but it's absolutely true. It's because the digestive system only works when the body is in healing mode. And there's a very specific neurophysiological pathway that is involved in this, but I'm not going to get into it on this episode. What I really want to talk about is the big picture. And so from this babe's first three days of life, Mom realized how important it was to get this baby adjusted. On the other hand, I regularly see kids two years old, three years old, four years old, constipation issues, sleep issues, anxiety issues, and they all stem back from when this little child was either cared for prenatally, I'm going to say that one more time, cared for prenatally, or what happened immediately following or during the birthing process. And so the way that stress works is that the body releases stress hormones when it feels that there's a threat. And that threat or those stress hormones are designed to get you to fight or run away. And so what we know is that if kids have more stress before the age of 18, then the likelihood that they will have disease or death 
or higher instances of drug abuse and alcohol abuse and divorce and make less money and all these things are possible or all these things happen as a result of childhood stress. And if you don't believe me, there's called an adverse childhood experience study that the CDC put on and they talk about this over and over and over again. And it's been documented many, many times that there is the likelihood that a kiddo with more stress in their life for the younger they are, the less likely they are to be successful in all of the ways that we would determine success later in life. And so this is the issue though, is that I have this mom who understands very deeply that her baby's nervous system needs to be adjusted from as close to possible after birth because she understands that the nervous system controls all. And so if we think of this as a cascade of events, what we could think of is a pyramid. And with this pyramid, if you think of the bottom being the biggest or the most important piece of the pyramid, it's the foundation. That foundation is childhood stress. Now, if childhood stress goes unchecked, then it's going to lead to a cascade of things. And so for this baby, like mom literally did everything right from a prenatal care perspective. She had her headspace right. She was meditating. She ate super healthy. She had a doula. All the things that you could imagine that a mom would do and I think should do to have a healthy birth she was doing. Yet still, her babe was born into the world with this stress stuck on in his system. And so the question then becomes, well, how did that happen? Well, guess what? There's a lot of work involved for the baby as well as mom during the actual birthing process, during active labor, if you will. And so stress can get stuck into the nervous system, like literally joints of the spine can stop moving properly from before the baby even takes the first breath of life. And this can wreak havoc on the system that nobody knows to check until way later down the road when there are symptoms. And so here's what it looks like. I'll give you a big picture and then we'll go talk about these in detail. If we have childhood stress that is unchecked, that we don't continue to look at or we don't see, or we don't notice, and maybe the kid has issues, colic, uh, child sleeping, child super fussy. There are all these things that are indicators that something's not quite right, but parents just ignore them. And then pediatricians say, hey, it'll just grow away. They'll grow out of it. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. But ignoring those very things is the problem that leads to bigger issues later down the road. So if we have childhood stress, which most kiddos do simply from the birthing process, it will lead to altered neurodevelopment. Now, unless your child sees a neurologist, then there's likelihood that you will miss or the the pediatrician will miss the neurodevelopmental pieces involved with making sure that your child is functioning properly and making sure that the child is not stuck in a stressed state from the time they're born. And there's a very simple set of tests that we do as chiropractors to check the neurology, to check the physiology, to make sure that baby is functioning well, that the nervous system is turned on so the body can stay in that healing state from day one. Babies don't want to eat when they're stressed out, just like you don't want to eat when you're stressed out. Babies don't want to sleep when they're stressed out. They want to fuss and cry when they're stressed out. They don't want to poop when they're stressed stressed out. They want to be in a protective state, which actually shuts off the digestive system. And so all of these things that we can look and see, sometimes they just get shrugged off as like, no big deal. The baby will just grow out of it. So if we have childhood stress, it will lead to altered neurodevelopment. And when I say it will lead to, it will 100% lead to altered neurodevelopment. So that could mean missing milestones. That could mean social, emotional, or cognitive impairment. So this would be the kiddo that's fussy or the kiddo that's not making eye contact or some really subtle things that parents often overlook and pediatricians often overlook because they're not trained to look for it. It's nothing wrong or nothing against them, but they're not trained to look for it. So 
Then we get into, as the kid gets older, they start to make poor decisions and they have poor behavior. Like they're talking to their friends all the time in class, or they can't seem to sit still, or they can't stay out of trouble in the classroom. And a lot of this leads back to that childhood stress. But again, this is just a symptom of the childhood stress. It's not the cause. It's not that the kid has poor behavior. The only reason they have poor behavior and decision-making is because of the fact that they're stress stuck on in their system and their brain's not functioning properly. But again, they'll grow out of it. Let's just give them drugs. Let's just put them on an IEP. Let's just put them in a special program in school. Let's put them aside with the other kids. We'll give them special time or extra testing time or whatever it is. Sure, those things are great. I'm not against those things. I used to be a high school English teacher where I'd help kids get these things. But the problem is, is that we miss the childhood stress in the first place, the childhood stress that can often come from prenatal care or from the time that these kiddos are born. And what does that lead to if this is still unchecked? It leads to a diagnosis of some kind, ADD, ADHD, autism, neurodevelopmental disorders, sensory processing disorders, asthma, allergies, ear infections, chronic sick. The list could go on and on and on and on. These things are all diagnoses. They're nothing more than diagnoses. They're nothing more than symptoms. And they're symptoms of childhood stress that have been missed for through a series of steps that are now manifesting themselves as a diagnosis and then eventually a disease. And a disease that ultimately puts a burden on the healthcare system in the United States of America, and which all could be easily avoided. And so there's this cascade of events that happen. And if we caught the childhood stress early enough, like this mom that I'm sharing the story of you with, then we can completely alter the neurodevelopment of that child from the first four days of life or from the first day of life. I adjusted my daughter 30 minutes after she was born because I understand this on a deep level and I trust the body and I know that her body with a healthy functioning nervous system is going to thrive, which is why she has language way before other kids do, which is why she's learning to walk and why she has such body awareness and why every single person that we see in the grocery store and at the beach and everywhere else that we go say, oh my gosh, she's only 11 months old. How could she be so aware? Look at her taking everything in. It's because she has a healthy functioning nervous system and the kiddos that I take care of regularly all do too and we see this and the parents see it and these kiddos are thriving. And if we would just address the childhood stress and stop missing the neurodevelopment and the social issues and the poor decision-making and the diagnosis and the disease, if we would stop looking at the symptoms or trying to catch things only when there's a symptom, we could completely prevent this stuff from happening in the first place. And this is what I'm so, so passionate about here in my office. And this is why I love the moms. I love the moms who trust me with their kiddos, especially the newborn babes, because I know 100% that we are setting these kiddos up for a trajectory of life that is much, much, much more successful, much, much, much healthier, much, much, much brighter, much more clear, much more connected than if there wasn't chiropractic care inside of these kiddos lives. And I love taking care of kids because ultimately they're the ones who are going to lead the world one day. They are going to step up and be our leaders. Someday we will be too old. And right now we have 52% of kids in the United States of America being diagnosed with a chronic disease or other health issue. How did, how is that possible? Like, what are we going to do when half of our kids in the United States are sick and diseased by the time they get old enough to run this country? Like who's going to run it? It's so scary to me, but it's also so hopeful. And I'm so excited about it because this message and this understanding that if we catch this childhood stress, if we start to just check kids and see, does the kiddo have stress stuck on in their system, then we can prevent the altered neurodevelopment. We can prevent the not making eye contact or the fussy or the kid who has difficulty feeding or the kid who has difficulty going to the bathroom. And that will prevent the kid who has issues in the classroom. And that will prevent the diagnosis of ADHD and autism and the, all these other issues that our kids have that they shouldn't have that could 
could be completely prevented because it all comes from the nervous system not functioning properly in the first place. And that would prevent disease. It would literally prevent disease because if you understand the physiology of stress, stress hormones, what do they do? First two things, they increase heart rate, increase blood pressure. What's a number one killer of Americans in the U.S. today? heart disease and cardiovascular disease. So if we increase heart rate, increase blood pressure, guess what else we have? We increase blood sugar levels. Blood sugar levels is what it leads to insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is diabetes. So if we have increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, and then we have increased blood sugar, then we're literally getting kiddos who are getting insulin resistance from the time they're born because their bodies are trying to dump cortisol into the system. Cortisol puts sugar in the bloodstream. Insulin takes sugar out of the bloodstream. If there's this back and forth long enough, the body gets exhausted by it. It has to produce more insulin. And so we can't pull sugar out of the bloodstream. So we get diabetes long-term. This is another big three killer in the U S guess what feeds cancer cells. Number three killer in the U S guess what feeds cancer cells, sugar, And so we have this cascade of events within the body, this cascade that happens, and it all goes back to stress. And if we had our kids getting adjusted and we had them just being checked for stress, stuck on in their little delicate and developing nervous systems, we could completely change the trajectory of any kiddo's life. And this is why I got into chiropractic in the first place, because I have this founding belief that I got way back when I was going to become an English teacher, that every single person has the exact same potential to be successful, to be healthy, to express and live life full out, to enjoy every single life experience and be clear and connected and never have to go down the route of drugs and surgery and all the craziness that I see so many parents struggling and suffering to go through. If they just got this message, that it's childhood stress that is the cause and everything else is just a symptom. If a child does not hit their developmental milestones, that is a symptom of an improperly functioning nervous system. Another way to say that would be neurodevelopment, altered neurodevelopment, a child missing milestones is a symptom of stress stuck on in that child's nervous system. Social, emotional, and cognitive impairment is a symptom of and nervous system that is too stressed out. Poor decision-making and poor behavior in your kiddos is a symptom of childhood stress stuck on in that nervous system. A diagnosis of whatever it is is a symptom of childhood stress stuck on in the nervous system. And then disease, ultimately, it's just a symptom of childhood stress. The thing that is the cause is the stress. So if we address all, if we address the milestones and we address the diagnosis and we address the behavior and we have all of these things, we forget to look at the cause, which is stress in the child's nervous system. And the cause is ultimately putting out the fire. I explained it like this. You probably heard this on other episodes of the podcast. If there was a fire in your home or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, if there was a fire and a smoke detector was going off, And you went over to the smoke detector and you said, you know, man, that's really annoying. Let me just take the batteries out of that smoke detector. This is exactly what we do when we address the symptoms is we take, get rid of the annoyance 
by taking the batteries out, but we never put the fire out, which is the thing that's causing the annoyance in the first place of the smoke detector going off. So if we never address the cause, you're simply addressing symptoms. And if if you're just addressing symptoms, then guess what? You're never getting to the cause and you're never actually going to fix the issue anyway, which all goes back to the body's natural ability to heal itself. And it cannot do that when it is stuck in stress. So why would we not adjust kids? And why would we not check kids from the time that they are first born? Because it will allow their bodies to be out of stress mode and in healing mode at 100% so they can start their first breath of life off on a trajectory of health and healing and not have to see kiddos when they're three months in and they have such bad digestive issues that they're in and out of the ER every other week taking so many medications they don't make eye contact with mom they haven't hit any of their developmental milestones mom's freaking out and stressed out and then they don't trust the chiropractor because two visits didn't fix them it blows my mind and it's so upsetting to me that parents aren't hearing this message And at the same time, I am hopeful because I will continue to share because I'm so passionate about this principle is I know this has the power to change the world that you live in, the world that I live in. It has the power to change your household. It has the power to change your relationships. It has the power to change how much money you make. It has the power to change how successful your kids are going to be. It has the power to do all these things because I see it every single day with every client that I work with inside of our office. So my friends, I'm going to leave you with that. And I'm going to ask you one final question. Are you addressing symptoms or are you addressing the cause? I would love to have a conversation with you further. If you're interested in more info, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Nexus Family Chiropractic. You can also check out our website, nexusfamilychiropractic.com. And one last thing, if you got some value out of this episode or you know somebody who needs to hear this message, I would love and appreciate for you to share this up with them. We will come at you again next week. Love you. Appreciate you. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.